Welcome back to another episode of the Ring 'em Up Podcast. Man, do we have a good one for you guys today? A lot going on, a lot coming up. Carlos, how are we doing, man? We're doing good, man. It's been a, you know, we haven't recorded in a little bit and a lot has happened, but there's a lot to, a lot to talk about here. There is, there is a lot going on. Like I said, first and foremost, we gotta give the shout out to the man Domingo Herman. Uh, Perfect game number 24 in MLB history goes out there, throws a freaking gem of a game against Oakland, right? Professional team. Hey, that's a professional ball club. Those men, those men are getting paid to play baseball. So, hey, be it who it is, man. Say what you want. Perfect is perfect. Yeah, perfect game is a perfect game, man. That is amazing to see something happen like that again. The last one was what King Felix back in Seattle. In yeah. 2012, I believe, or thir- was it 12, I want to say? I think it was 12, yeah. Yeah. So that was the last one we seen. And then, obviously, we all remember the uh, heartbreak of, uh, what was his name? Armando Galarraga, Armando Galarraga. with Detroit. Um, you know, it's crazy that the, I remember the umpire's name simply because of... Jim Joyce. Jim Joyce. Jim like Joyce. That, that name, He's never going to be forgotten. Like, anytime I hear Jim Joyce, I'm going to know, oh, I know exactly who that is. I know who that asshole is. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, but no, but huge shout out, man. That that was awesome to see it. That was awesome to see it get done again. It's been twelve years since we've had a perfect game and uh number twenty four in the history of uh baseball. So obviously not I, I actually saw an article where that's you have like a point zero one percent chance of throwing a perfect game in your career. Right. You know, the worst part about all this is I had him on my fantasy team <laughs> and I let this guy go uh after his start in Seattle where he got me negative 17 points and the previous start before that against the Red Sox on June 16th he got me negative 21 so he went negative 21 negative 17 and then he got 41 fucking points like what are we doing man come on you can't you can't go out there and do that after I release you yeah that's uh I mean I think yeah it's bad I saw the stat too. He hadn't thrown but like six innings, like or something like that. Maybe yeah, in and the those two in his last two starts, he had thrown five in the third and had given up eh, fifteen hits, sixteen runs, and had struck out five in those two games. And then he goes out and throws a nine inning, perfect game, zero walks, zero hits, zero earned runs, and nine strikeouts. And I believe he got it down in ninety nine pitches as well. So he kept it under 100. I mean, but needless to say, shout out Domingo, man. I mean, that shit's impressive. A perfect game is a perfect game at the end of the day. It doesn't happen often. Like, I mean, like you said. It Dom- doesn't happen ever. Felix <laughs> Felix was last one in 2012, which was what, 13, no, 11 years ago? Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess a whole 11, 11 years yeah. ago, man. It's so 2023, right? So that's, I mean, it's- it doesn't happen often. So, I mean, props. I mean, and don't get me wrong, Domingo's. Had his uh, issues off the field, but, I mean, sticking to baseball here, a perfect game is a perfect game. He'll go down in history, whether people like that or not, with Kyle Higashioka. Kyle Higashioka also caught Corey Kluber's no-hitter. He did, yeah, yeah. in uh, Texas so, a couple years ago. Hey, man, maybe this catcher thing behind the dish, give him his props. You well, know what yeah, I mean? absolutely. I mean, he is the longest uh, tenured Yankee there. He was, uh, I mean, he was a bullpen catcher. I mean, he's still not a bullpen catcher, like the backup for – I mean, he still kind of is. Jose Trevino is still the starter. So, I mean, Higashioka has been the backup, I mean, since he's been called up. so. But maybe he's the guy you need back there. I mean, maybe he's been on fire these last couple of starts. 
He seems to be swinging it pretty well, so... I mean, but yeah, shout out Domingo Herman. It's awesome stuff, man. It was awesome to see. Hopefully, we'll get to see another one sometime in the near future. In our lifetime. In our lifetime, maybe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Might not be able to see that. Well, I guess we've seen two at least since we've. I've really been like following baseball. You know what I mean. Um, but yeah. So there's that, man. And obviously, moving into next week, we have uh, the All-Star Game finally coming up about halfway through the season. It's definitely been a fun one. A lot of surprises that, uh, you know, have made it have made it more interesting than, than normal. It's not your normal teams going out there and just whooping on everybody. So that's fun to see. Um, but, yeah, the All-Star Game. Um, they've, select, they've uh, selected their rosters. They've got their guys. They know who's going. Um, starting off in the American League, your catchers John Heem, Jonah Heem from Texas, Yandy Diaz playing first, Marcus Simeon playing second, Josh Jung at third, Corey Seager uh, at shortstop, Mike Trout is was the uh, starting outfielder until he got hurt. We'll get into that. Randy Orozarena, Aaron Judge, another one on the IL now, and Shohei Otani as well on the IL. So that's your starting lineup for the American League. What do you think about it? I mean, it's. I mean, you got one, two, three, four, four Texas guys on there, man. I mean, that the, just goes to whole, show the whole freaking infield. You got the your whole, first baseman. yeah, then the first baseman, and I mean, who's? Oh, I uh, their first baseman is. Uh, oh man, I can't think of his name, but I mean, Yandy Diaz is having that, that special kind of year. He's honestly in the MVP race. It's hard. I mean, in the race. I mean, in the race. He's. he's He's, his, his name's, name's going to be mentioned. Thrown out there, yeah. He's not going to win but it. Unfortunately, you got a guy named Shohei Otani doing what he's doing. But yeah, I mean, I like it, man. I mean, if try if Trout, you know, it's very unfortunate what happened to him. But if he was healthy, I mean, and if Judge was healthy, I mean, I think they made all the right decisions here, apart from. Wander Franco, I think, got kind of fucked here. Um, Wander Franco did get gypped, I believe so too. But luckily, uh, he isn't. Not, I guess, luckily or unluckily, however you want to see it. You know what I mean? He got, he he's uh, got called up to replace um, Mike Trout and Aaron Judge, right? So he'll be playing there. Um, he'll be there with them and Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker and Julio Rodriguez also made the reserves because of these injuries. You know what I mean? I think um, Julio Rodriguez was honestly a. Uh, you're a, you're you're uh, we're playing in Seattle, so so you kind of have let's to get just some for the Seattle. Fans. Let's get some Seattle presence right, here. I agree <laughs> but, as well. Um, I I I'm pretty sure he's having a really bad year. Yeah, he's not having that good of a year. Honestly, he's definitely slumped. I mean, that sophomore slump, man. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, he's hitting 250, but 13 home runs. He's got 47 RBIs and 20 stolen bags. You know what I mean? I mean, this is the guy that they're expecting to go, go, this is the go. The guy that lit the world on fire last yeah. year. You know what I mean? Just not, uh, just having a little bit of a slump this year. That sophomore but slump could be a real thing. The game is in Seattle, so I mean, it makes sense. Exactly. You gotta have, you gotta have some presence there, right? That is their most marketable player. So I mean, it, it, I mean, I'm not, you know, it's, I'm not mad about the pick but again is he really deserving if the game was somewhere else would he be there yeah if the game was held in texas would he be there i mean maybe just because he is still a little bit of a bigger name you know what i mean young guy big name so you never know but but needless to say man i mean the fact that you haven't texas entire infield in there i mean that just goes to show you man (laughs) texas is how good they really are i mean they're still in first place aren't they uh, yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, they are. They're 51 and 35. I mean, they have a plus 159 run differential. They got a, I mean, it's only two and a half game lead. Now, I told you Houston wasn't going to just 
give it up like that. But yeah, they, as of now, as of today, they are still in first. Yes. Yes, yes, they are. And I mean, they were, are they still playing? I know they were, they they were in a series against Houston or just wrapped up a series against Houston. Yeah, and they lost, I believe. Yeah. Um, two of three. I two believe. or three or three or four. I don't remember how, how yeah. long that series Either way, was. they lost the series, so. Because I kept seeing, like, memes come up of, like, Oh, like we're still kings of Texas around here. Like, don't get don't get it twisted. We start off a little slow, but yeah, I think Houston's coming. They're back. They're back. They're still there. Uh, the reserves for the AL team: Salvador Perez, Adley Rutschman, uh, Vladdy Jr., Whit Merrifield, Bobashit, Jose Ramirez, Wander Franco, Luis Roberts Jr., Austin Hayes, Jordan Alvarez, but he's still hurt, I believe. Yeah. Um, Adolis Garcia, Kyle Tucker, Julio Rodriguez, and Bent Rooker. Any uh anyone do you think kind of maybe missed the bubble or that maybe the fans missed on? Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily missed on, but I just think the fact that uh I don't like the whole having to have one representative from each team. Like that's not, I don't know. Like these are grown men. This is the professionals. We're yeah. not giving out participation trophies here. I understand, you know, gotta highlight every team, I guess. But yeah. ain't nobody care to see. You know, Brent Rucker from Oakland. Nobody cares about that. Well, but I mean, the guy's still having a pretty no, good well, year. No, well, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You can't discredit that the guy's not having that great, that good of a year. Like, I mean, for example, I think... He's uh, playing for fucking shitty fucking Oakland. Don't get me wrong. Right. But, I think... I mean, he's still pretty... He's still, a, he's still a good player that's pretty deserving, I would say. I think the fact... Like, Michael Laurentin from Detroit. Yeah, that one... Um, he's 2-6 and six with a 4-2 ERA. That's not an all-star. Yeah, I agree with that one. Michael Lorenzen. Who the... Like, no. Yeah. That's not even close. But, again, I understand that you got to have a representative there for every team. At least something, At right? least something, right? Yeah. yeah. That's... I mean, I can see that, too, but I agree. Yeah. Um, because you have the pitcher Shohei Otani, Garrett Cole having an amazing year, Luis Castillo a great year, Sonny Gray, Nathan Avaldi, Kevin Gosman, Shane McClanahan, Framber Valdez, Michael Lorenz, George Kirby, and then relievers Kenley Jensen, Emmanuel Classe, Felix Bautista, and yeah, well, how do you say it? Yaniero Cano. Yanier isn't Yanier? Yanier Cano. However Yanier the hell Cano. you say that. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, all those guys, I mean, definitely a hell of a pitch and rotation, hell of a job these guys have done through the first half of the season. Um, so, props to them. Congratulations to everybody that made this AL team. One guy that did stand out to me that didn't make it, Isak Paredes from uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, he's batting 264, 14 bombs, but, I mean, this guy is definitely doing it. I mean, I think this is someone that um, you could have made a case for, you know, to definitely give him a reserve spot. Uh, give him a shot to you know be there kind of see it enjoy it get to uh um you know just be around it you know what i mean be around the atmosphere and everything like that so um that's one guy that kind of stood out to me in the american league right but honestly dude the american league is kind of stacked yeah i mean that's the shitty part too yeah you know what i mean you guys you got weight you got i mean the league in general has become way more than it was well and i think it's crazy not that it's crazy and that he isn't deserving but josh jung is a rookie this might be your al rookie of the year and he's your starting third baseman you know yeah no i mean he definitely batting 271 17 bombs 51 rbis a texas tech guy yeah i mean he's definitely one of those guys that i would think uh um, I think is definitely the front runner for being a for being the AL rookie of the year. I mean, there's not really 
anyone else that I kind of see. How many pitches did he throw? Uh, it was either 99 or 100. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Just watched the Pablo Lopez finish this gem out. Complete game. CG, no runs. I just hope he went over the 99 pitches because uh, I had him over on the 98 and a half. Dude goes out there. Dude, Pablo Lopez is a freaking stud. That was a win-win trade for both teams. Oh, yeah, dude. They get Luis Arise, who's batting 400 in Miami, but then you give up Pablo Lopez, and Pablo Lopez is, is honestly an ace on any team yeah, oh, except 100%. a handful of teams. I wish the Cardinals would have went out and really made a fucking move to try to get him, dude. I mean, you see, you're see, you seeing it now over there in Minnesota. The dude is a star. He's a number one pitch. He's a number one on any team, and, uh man. Look at him. Help, happy as hell. CG. Oh, yeah. CG, baby. CG right there. That is against the Royals. But, again, these men get paid yeah. just like everybody else. At the end else. of the day, they're all pros, right? They're all out there to win the ball games, And so you got to go out there and still do it. And still, man, I mean, CGs and perfect games and all that stuff. I mean. It's, it's not a, easy. Yeah, it's still not that's easy. That's not easy. Yeah, it's still not easy. I don't care who you are. Say what you want. But, yeah, that, that stuff never gets easier. Moving on to the National League here real quick. Uh, your starters, Sean Murphy behind the dish, Freddie Freeman at first base, Luis Arise, Luis Arise Nolan Arenado, Orlando Arcia, Short, Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, Corbin Carroll, and J.D. Martinez, your DH. What do you think about that starting lineup there? What I'm seeing here is it's uh, looking like it's Texas against Atlanta in the All-Star game. Yeah, seriously, huh? You got one, two, three, four. Oh, it's only you three. Got three yeah. Oh, yeah. But then yes. you also have Matt Olson, Ozzy Albies, Austin Riley uh, over there on the bench, also from Atlanta. And Freddie Freeman is darn near brave as well. <laughs> yeah. He's basically a brave. <laughs> I mean, dude was with them for so long. And yeah. So I mean, I, I'm not upset about it, man. These these guys are all well deserving. You got Corbin Carroll, probably the NL Rookie of the Year in there. I mean, JD Martinez. Who would have thought? You know, he kind of seemed like a guy who was. Uh, Kind of done, maybe. Kind of done, yeah. yeah. But it looks like he kind of found his groove again and kind of found where he needed to be in Atlanta, in uh, L.A., I mean. Yeah, I mean, again, change of scenery. Might have done him some, some magic out there, right. you know what I mean? And I believe, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's some story along the line. Oh, he's got his shower bath. That's awesome. Good for <laughs> him. Man. That's awesome. For Good Pablo. for him. Yeah, Pablo yeah, Lopez, shout I out. believe uh, J.D., Went to L.A. because his hitting coach from the offseason was hired on by the Dodgers. Yeah. So I think his like free agency and kind of all lined up perfectly for him. And so I believe that's why he's in L.A. But, I mean, regardless, say it's working for him. Uh, yeah, it's panning out. You know what I mean? Acuna having, uh, dude, the, the year, this the, the stuff that this guy is doing this year is unreal. Ronald Acuna might literally hit 40 bombs and steal like and still 80 like 80 bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. He has 21 bombs right now, so he's halfway there, and he has 41 stolen bases. So, I mean, if he continues to play the way that he's playing, he could realistically have a 40-80 season, which is absolutely unheard of in, now, in today's game. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy, man. The stuff he's doing, I mean, he's a, he's a lightning bolt to watch out there. It's definitely exciting to see him. Um but, yeah, shout-out to him. Another rookie that's also out here, Corbin Carroll, making a starting lineup for the National League also. That's probably your NL, your NL Rookie of the Year right there right. as well. You know what I mean? I mean, and you can honestly – I mean, it's going to come down to the wire. This MVP race in the NL is not as close as – or is a lot closer, I should say, than the AL. I mean, the AL, 
stitch it up, write it, imprint it. Shohei Otani wins that easily yes. this year, but the NL is not so, you know, not so solidified. Not exactly. You could say. Ronald Acuna is definitely the front runner right now, but I mean, Corbin Carroll is having himself a season as well. Yeah, definitely propelled some excitement there in Arizona. So. You know, you got Freddie Freeman at first, and that dude's the one, the, probably the most consistent players you can ever dude, think of. Year in and year out, he's batting three thirteen, has fifty four RBIs, he has fourteen bombs, year he's in. stolen eleven bags. I mean. Uh, it's crazy, man. That NL MVP race, it's really going to come down to who can stay healthy the rest of the year, which, you know, hopefully all these guys do. But, I mean, Ronald Acuna, man, it's impressive. I mean, he's running away with it yeah. real fast It looks in, in my eyes. You know what I mean? Unless unless some kind of injury bug or something steps up, which I, you know, not hoping that for he any of these guys. He did have that scare, uh, what was it, a couple, like a week ago maybe? There was something going on with his wrist or he slid into the bag uh, or something. yeah, yeah. yeah. But luckily, nothing happened there. It was like his shoulder or something when yeah. he slid in. Yeah, that he held it for a little bit. You know, hopefully nothing happens, but it, it looks like he's running away with it right now. And, you know, if it continues, I don't see anybody catching up to him, even with what Corbin Carroll's doing, even with how Freddie Freeman plays, you know, things of that sort. Um, going into the reserves here, Will Smith from the Dodgers, Elias Diaz from Colorado, Matt Olson. Ozzy Albies, Austin Riley, Dansby Swanson from Chicago, Pete Alonso, Gur- Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Nick Castellanos, Juan Soto, and Jorge Soler. Um, all deserving as well. I mean, my only thing, if you're going to have Juan Soto there, I mean, I think Fernando Tatis has been playing a whole lot better than Juan Soto has personally. So, I don't. Tatis misses the. Uh, did I think Juan Soto fucked up, man? Not accepting that big ass contract. Uh, I think he. I think he might have. Because I don't. Yeah. He's not playing like he should for a contract. I mean, don't get me wrong. This dude's still gonna get paid. He's still gonna get his money. But, I mean, Juan Soto is really underperforming. He's. Only, I mean, he's batting two seventy three. I mean, fifteen bombs, forty-seven RBIs. I mean, not not at all what the Padres expected. Not the offensive production they expect out of a guy like Juan Soto. So, well, I mean, this was this was probably. I mean, I thought he's probably one of the best hitters left hand from the left side. You know what I mean? Right. In all of baseball, and uh, he just hasn't had a hasn't had that good of a year. Maybe he's worried too much about you know the money side of things instead of just playing. Yeah. I mean, but still. In uh, what year was it? I'm trying to think. Oh, in 2022. Yeah, so last year. It was, yeah, because he got traded. He got traded halfway yeah. in, yeah. Okay, so the Washington Nationals offered him a 15-year, $440 million offer as a 23-year-old. So he would have been playing for the Nats probably the rest of his career. But $440 million for yeah. 15 years in well, but at the same time, is do you take that money and just fucking stick through a rebuild for the well, next ten right. years? I mean, like, you he obviously bet some, he bet it on himself, and I mean, even if he doesn't get four hundred and forty, he's still gonna get two hundred and fifty. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I mean, that's half. That's cut in half. I mean, still two hundred and fifty is still two hundred and fifty yeah. million dollars. No, right. Like I don't. To me, I get it. Like yeah, obviously you you'd take the extra two hundred and whatever million dollars, but two hundred and fifty million dollars is still shit to the fucking oh, money. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So you really can't be mad about it. Plus you're playing baseball for the rest of your life, like, right? I mean, like who like at that point, like who cares like how much it is? If you can get more, then obviously, heck yeah, you know what I mean. But at this point, hey, you're gonna take what you get. So why not another snub in national league too well not snub necessarily you can make a case for it but um nolan gorman 
And I'm not just saying that because he's a Cardinal, but this guy has definitely been a lightning bolt out there. It's hitting home runs. I mean, playing defense, just kind of doing it, dealing with everything that's going on in that organization, and he continues to play. I think he definitely could have had a shot at uh, being an all-star. Definitely could have uh, made a case for him to be there. Not a starter, but a reserve for sure. Who's the representative for the Cardinals? Nolan Arenado is a starting third baseman. Yep, yep, yep. Which kind of surprised me. He hasn't really been having that great of a year either. So I was a little in shock, I guess you can say, when I found out that he was the starter. But hey, over maybe like an Austin Riley. Austin Riley. Well, I mean, fuck that whole that whole Atlanta lineup just bangs, dude. Like I don't know, I don't understand how these guys just freaking hit the way they do. Like, I mean, whatever it is, man. Whatever that hitting coach knows over there. I, yeah, freak. I want to. I want to go play with them. I mean. Yeah, because they're, I mean, one through nine, these guys just hit all of them. Every single one of them. Yeah, every single one of them. They're putting up runs. They're stealing bases. They're doing it all. And it's very obvious. I mean, they have a plus 140 run differential. So, yeah, I mean, clearly, clearly whatever they're doing out there, whatever BP they're taking, it's working, man. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's going to be Texas versus the Braves. Come uh, come the All-Star game. Jorge Solero in there. That's sweet. Nick Castellanos. That's awesome. Is he the only Philly? Castellanos? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Nick Castellanos, yeah. I mean, they're not really. Yeah, he is. They're only Philly. I mean, shoot. I mean, still, shout out to them, right? I mean. Yeah. And then on on their pitching side, they have Zach Gallen. Spencer Strider, Bryce Elder, Justin Steele, Mitch Keller, Josiah Gray, Clayton Kershaw, and Marcus Stroman. Clayton Kershaw did is out, will not be partaking in any Some of the sho- festivities. Shoulder stiffness yeah. or something, I right? I think he went on the IL as well. Yeah. So they had uh, David uh, Bednar. He's oh, the yeah. closer for the Pittsburgh, take his spot. Yep. Alexis but, Diaz, Josh Hader, Devin Williams, Camilo Duvall are also the other relievers they right. have there. With Bednar getting at it because of the Kershaw miss there. So I think Bryce Elder getting in there. Nobody talks about Bryce Elder and you know what he's done for that raised rotation. But dude, seven and one with the two four ERA. And we know the you know the Spencer Striders and the Mike Sorokas and the Freed, and we know all of them, but Bryce Elder is going really going under the Eldar, the Eldar, under the radar, and having himself an amazing year, man. I mean, props to him. Whoever picked him up in fantasies, lucky them. Speaking of the Braves, they're up eight nothing, or they won eight nothing against the freaking Indians today. I mean, it's or eight one. It looks like Guardians. Still. Oh yeah, the Guardians. My bad. My bad. My bad. I keep forgetting. They can get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> they go get back because we called them the Indians. Yeah. Over here still. Uh, uh, yeah, but that's your. Uh, that's your. Those. Those are your All Star game. Uh, All Star game lineups. Raw stars. Yeah, the All-Star game is is Tuesday, so um, a couple of reports I'm just looking as, part, far, as far as people that might have missed out. William Contreras from the Brewers, Lamont Wade Jr. from the Giants, Catal Marte from the Diamondbacks, Wander Franco obviously made it because of some of the injuries there, so you have that. Josh Lowe, Fernando Tatis, that was one guy that I think, I think he's doing better than a... 
a then, couple of guys. And then a couple of guys there. Jesus Lazardo has honestly been having a really good year with the Marlins this year. So um, he's definitely one. I didn't know, but Pablo Lopez didn't make the um, didn't make the rosters. Seeing what he's doing there, I guarantee you, Pablo Lopez's numbers are ex- way way better than Michael Lorenzen's. Oh yeah, but why Michael not? Lorenzen needs to be there because Detroit <laughs> Detroit has no. Why why didn't they throw Miggy in there? I understand. Why? I mean, they threw Pujols in there last year, and he wasn't an all-star. That's true, I guess. And I believe this is Miguel Cabrera's last year, isn't but it? But Miggy was there last year, too. Which it? was also weird. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. Miggy was also there. Maybe an Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon's honestly been playing okay, but if he's getting towards the tail end of his career, you know, maybe you throw him in there, too, just for the hex of it. You know what I mean? Um but yeah, Pablo Lopez has definitely been having a good year. Uh, Tyler Wells from the Orioles. Bednar made it because of injuries. So a couple guys there, you know, that definitely had a chance. And that's the one thing that sucks about the fan votings and shit like that is sometimes these guys that do deserve it and right. do belong there get snubbed like that. You know what I mean? That's, so. And that's what I'm saying. That's when that, it all comes back to, like, every team needing the representative. And I understand why. And, you know, it's to help get certain, you know, maybe there's diehard Tigers fans out there who are going to watch it to see Michael Lorenzen pitch, and it's not a guaranteed he's going to, but it's probably just, he's probably not going. Exactly, to. he's probably not going. I mean, to. when you got Garrett Cole, Castillo, Gray, Evaldi, Gosman, McClanahan is out, but he's an All Star. Framber Valdez, fucking George Kirby of uh, Seattle, he also got in due to. I think he took McClanahan's spot, but I mean, yeah, nobody wants to see Michael Lorenzen pitch. I'd rather see Pablo Lopez go out there and inning than Michael Lorenzen. Well, I was gonna say, no offense to Michael. Lorenzen. Yeah, no, I'm sure he's fucking great and can probably strike me out. Probably that's debatable, but I mean, <laughs> that Sunday league really got you that ready for him. That Sunday league got me feeling nice right now. <laughs> he got you. He, they got you ready for Michael oh, yeah. Lorenzen. Michael there, Lorenzen huh? come out here with his bullshit, and I'd probably take him deep. <laughs> Moving over to the home run derby. This is where the real excitement of uh the All Star Weekend kind of kicks in. You know what I mean? This oh, yeah. is on Monday. 8 p.m. Eastern time. That's 6 o'clock here in Salt Lake City. This just came out earlier. We finally got the f- the last two spots filled in. But you have Luis Robert Jr. going against Adley Rushman round one. You have Pete Alonzo going against Julio Rodriguez. Mookie Betts going against Vlad Guerrero Jr. And Adolis Garcia going against Randy Orosarena. Randy Orosarena. Yeah, those are so funny. That's probably going to be the most exciting matchup to watch right there. I think for... Just for anybody who's ever been a part of this, I was lucky enough to go to the All-Star Game in Colorado and see the Home Run Derby. This is one of the coolest things you can ever experience. The MLB does such a great job of, like, not only just putting on the actual Home Run Derby, but, like, the little festivities that go on before the game and before the Home Run Derby. Like, it is such a sight to see. You know, if you're ever blessed enough to experience that, it's honestly it's one of the coolest things you could. Um, the Home Run Derby, I do remember, was the first year that – uh Otani, Otani uh, took part of it, and you can tell immediately that that wasn't for him. Dude was gassed in the first round, and but I mean, I did see him hit a ball. What do they call it up there in Denver? The upper upper deck. They call it something. I can't remember what they call it. They though. have like some bar up there. Yeah, they? yeah, it's like yeah. a bar. It's all standing like standing, uh, standing seats up room. there. Yeah, I saw him put two baseballs up there, and I'm like, I don't understand how that man did that, but he did, and 
Well, but, this this new uh, this new like um, I guess setup that they have for the All Star Game has definitely made it more fun, and, right? And it, and like you said, it gets these people you know more tired. I mean, you got to have a little bit of stamina to kind of last it because it's all on time now, not like before where you just get your ten outs so you can right. go for three hours and not get ten outs. You know what I mean? Because you can take your time, take your break, but now it's all on time. You have your one time out that you can call, you know, things of that sort. So I think that's always, I don't know why, but that's always one of the coolest parts is watching them call the timeout and seeing other players from other teams come and fucking give them the Gatorade or whatever yeah, it is. Wipe them off. Yeah, wipe them off. Like just that. fucking, it's none of their teammates, but just randomly. You know, I'm sure they have relationships, you know, but it's always really cool to see. And yeah, like I said, man, seeing this live and in person is one of the coolest things you could ever experience. Um, and this home run derby, this lineup is, oh no, this lineup's going to be fun. We have switched over to the Dodgers and Pirates game. Fuck. Reynolds just hit a home run off of, is it Bryce Miller? Bobby Miller. Or Bobby Miller. My yeah. pitcher on my fantasy team. Ouch. That hurts. It's all right. Yeah. Home run number nine for Brian Reynolds there. So that's pretty, uh, pretty nice of him. I mean, God that's damn awesome. it, Bobby. Bobby Miller's uh, been a nice little call up too. So anybody, the Dodgers call up, they just know how to fucking perform yeah they draft guys and they build them up and uh it's worked that out sucks. it's worked out but what are your predictions for this home run derby who do you see going on to the second round between roberts jr roberts jr plays or goes up against rutchman and the winner of them will face the winner winner of garcia and a rosarena oh you know what's crazy man i think the winner comes out of this side of the bracket Ooh. I think um, taking out Petey Alonzo, dude. Yeah. That dude takes it way too serious. <laughs> He's gonna be deadlifting. He was deadlifting <laughs> and shitting. Like, dude, it's a home run derby. Relax, all right. You, you fucking have won this already. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. That was the most outrageous we're, thing I've ever seen. We're out here having some fun, bro. Like, everyone's everyone's <laughs> actually on the field. You yeah. know, they go take their ten cuts off the tee, off front toss. Yeah, they go through a got, couple cuts in the cage yeah. before they go out there. Pete Alonzo's over there fucking <laughs> doing the full on workout to stay warm. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Where was the All Star game at last? Oh, L A. Yeah, it's not cold in L A, buddy. In the middle of July. And yeah, so Pete, I mean, he's a med though. What do you expect? Yeah. Those med players are all goofy. <laughs> But as far I, I see I see Luis Robert taking out Rutschman. I do. Um I don't know, Rutschman's a catcher and I that's the only He's thing. He's got I a smooth swing. No, he though. does, but I mean Luis I think ah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna go Luis Robert on that one. Luis Robert over Luis Adelaide Robert, Rutschman. yeah. And going against Garcia or Rosarena? Oh I'm gonna go Randy. That's gonna oh. be close though, man, because Adolis Garcia is fucking. He hits the fuck out of baseballs. He does, but I do think. But Randy's, this is also a time thing. Yeah, exactly. I think Randy has a better. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure both of these guys are in the best shapes they could ever be in, but I just think Randy is probably a little better. I think he has a, a little more edge. He's got a little bit more of a simple swing that isn't going to gas. And him and I can if he fucking I can see him winning it, holding his fucking pose where he crosses his arms. That'd be fucking sick. Oh uh, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be so that, sick. That would be. Huh? So yeah, I got I got Luis Robert and uh, Randy at on that side. I didn't I didn't think about this, but uh, it makes me want to cry now just knowing that both of those guys were Cardinals and now they're here at the uh, home run derby. Home run derby, and uh, they're both all stars actually. Yeah. And Luis Robert has a chance of actually starting it because uh, Trout and uh, Judge are both out. That is true. Huh? So I think Kyle Tucker and Roberts will eventually be the starters. I'm not sure if that's what's going to happen, but 
Probably. More than likely. I do have Rutschman beating Luis Robert, though, and I, and I do have Randy Orosarena beating Garcia as well for that side of the bracket. Um, so I, I have the Rutschman beating number one. I mean, hey, you never know. I, mean, you I never can know see it because yeah. Luis, Luis Roberts does have a simpler swing. Rutschman kind of sits into his legs a little bit more, so I can see Adley getting a little bit more tired with the whole timing thing. But, um, yeah, like you said, you never know. Peter Alonso, Julio Rodriguez, and Mookie Betts, and Vladdy Jr., so I'll start this one off. I'm gonna think. I think Julio takes out Peter Alonso in the first round. At least I'm hoping mm. for it. And then uh, Mookie Betts and Vladdy Guerrero Jr. I got Mookie Betts beating that round. I uh, I'm gonna agree with you, and I think simply because Julio is gonna feed off that energy. Yeah, I, I mean, it is in Seattle. Yeah. He knows that field better than anybody else. You know, competing here. Um, and I think Pete Alonzo, I mean, I just think he's going to have done too many deadlifts before. And <laughs> I think he'll cramp up. I think he'll be done for, you know. He's going to tire himself yeah. out before he even swings. He's going to be doing fucking, um, what are they called? The uh, fucking the power cleans, power cleans and shit in the, in the <laughs> weight room. With the shoulder press and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to tell the clubby in there, hey, where are the weights at? Oh, we put those away, dude, to make room. Well, get them out, man. Get them out. I need those weights. I don't know. Peter Alonso takes this shit way too serious. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's won it twice though. So I mean, don't get me wrong. That's awesome, but at the end of the day, it's just a, it's a fun little event just to have a good time. Right. You know it's I just mean? to put on the show, man. Yeah. Everybody's out there just having a good time, enjoying it. You know what I mean? And like, I don't, my if I was ever in a position, and I say this, you know, as a fucking Sunday leaguer, but if I was ever in a position when I was in the MLB Home Run Derby. Keep in mind, all the MLB players are on the field with their kids and shit. Yeah. Why would you be wasting any time away from that? Away from fucking meeting guys on the side or just yeah. sitting there taking it all in. Like I get it, you know, you want you really want to win this and but I just all right, here's the here's the hot take. Peter Alonso doesn't have friends in the MLB. And that's why he fucking was away from everybody. Maybe. Maybe guys just don't like him. Because you know those fucking players, those yeah. fucking assholes that yeah. are cocky as shit. He kind of strikes me as one of those guys. I can definitely see that. So maybe he doesn't have friends, and that's why he separates himself from everybody. Yeah. I can definitely see that, too. Anyways, uh, I hope I hope Julio wins. I think he will. He's going to feed off that energy. And I do have Mookie Betts uh, beating Vlad just because, I mean. Mookie Betts is a freaking athlete, dude. Well, that and Vlad's fat and going to get tired. <laughs> I mean, we've seen it in Toronto, man. Those heavy guys just. Don't perform, Alec Manoa. Shout out, Alec Manoa. <laughs> Getting crushed by 18-year-olds. 18 and 19-year-olds. He did have a good outing, though. I will give him that. He did have a pretty good outing you're, in double-A. You're the guy Marcus Stroman was tweeting about. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Fuck it. Call me out. I don't give a shit. Fuck Alec Manoa, man. Yeah. He, can, he can't take. If he's going to talk all this shit. He better be able to take it. Yeah. He, he better be able to take it. He's out there calling people cheaters and shit and then comes out and just shits the bed. So, yeah. Oh, that's awkward. Oh, man. So, yeah, I do have a uh, – I have Mookie Betts. I have Mookie Betts and uh, So, Julio. it seems like the only guy we disagree on – the only matchup we disagree on is Roberts and Rutschman. Yeah. So, you have Roberts. I got Rutschman. Um, who do you have winning that second round between uh, Roberts and Arosarena going to the final? Uh, I got Randy. Yeah. I got Randy. I got Randy beating Rushman too in that round, and then on the other side, I do have Mookie Betts beating Julio. Same. Yep, I so have I the got, exact same thing. But I, I think a, this is where we might disagree here. In this final round, Mookie Betts and Randy. I mean, I'm taking Randy, 
just because I hope Randy wins. I want Case. I want <laughs> yeah. Randy to win, but I think Mookie will win it. Oh, shit, we might be completely wrong on all of it. Absolutely. Like At the end of the day, fucking <laughs> Pete Alonso might actually win it. <laughs> might win it again. <laughs> Those deadlifts might actually work out this time. Yeah. And, but yeah, that's our guess. I have Mookie Betts winning the home run derby this year, man. Either way, it's going to be awesome. Man. Gonna, it's, yeah, it's going to be I'm a show. Super, I'm super excited. That's going to be Monday night. Uh, the game is going to be on Tuesday. You do have the Futures game uh, on Sunday as well. And the L, uh, the MLB draft is also Sunday. Yeah, um, you have the draft getting kicked off too. It's so. been a while since it's recorded, but yeah, the first top two picks, you know, allegedly will be uh, national champion LSU Tigers, Paul Skeens and... Uh, Oh man, their center fielder. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he was the guy who didn't, who was on base every single game this year. Uh, Golden Cruz? Spikes, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Cruz. Cruz. Yeah, yeah, Dylan Cruz. Yeah. Yep. Paul, yep. So that'll and be Paul fun. Skeens, yeah. That'll Shout be out LSU, well. national champions. I know we're a little late to that, but. Um, oh yeah, big shout out to them as well, man. LSU winning it, coming from. Uh, coming coming back coming back from losing by 20 runs yeah. in game 2 of that series yeah. they literally lost by 20 fucking runs but i mean all that matters was game 3 they knew it came back put up like 15 or something on them um but yeah dylan cruz and paul skeens probably the one and two picks of the mlb draft this the year first second pick of the draft this year uh first pick is the pirates and second is the nationals e. third is the tigers but four is the Texas Rangers? Wow, they got a four pick with the team that they have now. Yep, they, they got they got an opportunity to add an impact guy within the next year or two, probably. Yeah, to that roster that they have now. Yep, yep. Uh, That's crazy. I mean, Twins have the number five, Athletics six, Reds seven, Royals eight, Rockies nine, and Marlins ten. So those are the top ten. There you go. Teams. Um, but again, yeah, that all starts Sunday. The a lot of stuff coming up, like we talked about, man. It is awesome. It is a great time of year right now with the Home Run Derby. You have the Futures games. You always have some great studs coming up there. Um, I, I know Tink Hentz from St. Louis. Tink Hentz has been lighting them up. Shout out to that man, a Pine Bluff native. I went to the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. Um, so just exciting to see that man for him, especially being a Cardinal as well. He's lighting it up. He'll be in that Futures game, so that's going to be exciting for him as well yeah shout out him man that's awesome that's great for him there so um before we get out of here we didn't say who do you have winning the actual game al or nl uh that is a very good question i mean with the rosters i hope the nl i mean i have faith in the nl not just because i'm a cardinal fan um but because they do have the atlanta braves over there so (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) well i mean and let's be real here i mean Zach Gallen, Spencer Strider, Bryce Elder, Justin Steele. Like, these might not be necessarily big names. I mean, I know that sounds pretty shitty to say, but they're not a Garrett Cole, Castillo, you know. Very true. You know what I mean by the names? Don't get me wrong. They're as good and should be mentioned as all-stars with these guys. Your two biggest names in that rotation are probably Spencer Strider and Marcus Stroman. Right. Kershaw being out. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. They're a little more low-key, I feel like, when it comes to the names. But still, studs. But, yeah, absolute studs. studs. So, I mean, who knows, man? I I, I have the AL, though. You know, I got 
I believe they've won the last two. I mean, it might be be even longer. Yeah. It seems like the AL wins it all the time. Every year, yeah. I'm kind of glad that they got rid of. (laughs) I'm kind of glad, but at the same time, I'm not that they got rid of. Like, whoever wins it gets the home field advantage for the World Series. I love that because it makes this game a little bit, you know, kind of mean something. So it makes people want to go out there and still win. Um, But at the same time, yeah, it seems like like the AL fucking wins it every year. So it's like, well... You're kind of sh- you're kind of shit, shit on if you're yeah, the National League absolutely. because you don't get that home field advantage. So it but, is pretty shitty, but I mean, it made it fun. It made yeah, it no, I agree with you 100. percent right? It does suck, but it also is like because eh. then it becomes like the uh, NBA All Star Game or the NFL oh, Pro Bowl that shit. just don't mean anything. <laughs> the American League has won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Last time the National League won it was in 2012. <laughs> yeah so there, there's my point <laughs> 11 years ago there's my point right? so could you imagine oh that's so crazy man could you imagine the world series just being al favorite every year i mean that's what it seems like i mean that's what it seems like it's been so that's also why i'm rooting for the national league just kind of end that reign i'm hoping it happens this year have you seen um the all-star game jerseys this year i have not seen those they're those are sick as hell really yeah search up a all-star game jerseys i like them i i I mean i saw a couple tweets on on uh twitter you know a lot of people didn't like them a lot of people did kind of like a little uh camo kind of yeah yeah i'm not exactly sure it's like a teal and like a royal like blue royal blue and a teal and it looks like it's got i mean it kind of could be like a little bit of like camo action kind of yeah i like it i like it a lot those don't look half bad the ones last year were kind of lame what were last year's? The uh, one, uh, just oh, with like this, the, it was like gold, wasn't it? Uh, no, they were. It was oh, the it had like the, the like weird stripes just whatever, over the patch. It just had like the uh, logo down on the side of it. It was just a solid color, blue and white. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, just kind of lame, kind of black. Yeah. yeah. I mean, eh. But these ones, yeah, finally starting to add a little bit of a. I like it, man. I a really little do. bit of a spin to these jerseys, just not making them plain. But yeah, these look good. These honestly look really good. So shout out to Seattle doing it right the whole way through. Yeah, man, and you know whoever goes to it this year, props to them. That shit, like I said, it's a lot of fun. It's awesome. Um, I'm sure every state, every state does it differently, but oh, that's pretty cool. They have the uh, the national, the national and Amer- and uh, American has the. Uh, uh, like the Seattle logo, like right there in the in the name. In the name. They like in, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have like the star right in the name. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I like. I just like the color. I like the color waves look sick. I think, uh, you know, the swag is gonna be unreal this year for sure. I think these are really good colors to have fun with. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. So I think yeah. you know those look good for sure. Well, I guess let's wrap it up. Kind of like we said, halfway through the season, we're uh, we're getting there. You know what I mean? Things are starting to pan out. Starting to see it all. Uh, the Rays are still in first place in the East. Five and a half games behind them are the Orioles, followed by the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and the Red Sox. So that's your East laid out right there, top to bottom. The Twins, ha- the Twins have a one-game control over the Guardians for the Central, followed by Detroit, the White Sox, and the Royals. The AL West, as we talked about a little bit earlier, the Rangers have a two-game lead over the Astros, followed by the Angels, the Mariners, and the Athletics. The Angels, though, have 
gotten the injury bug. Wow. Not only have they gotten the injury bug, but they've gotten it to their three highest paid players. Their best players. Shohei Otani has his blister, which, which that I, I don't I don't see serious. that being a big issue. He, he misses, you know, a couple days maybe. Um, just gets some rest before the All-Star game and then comes back ready to rock and roll afterwards. It sounds like he's not going to pitch in the All-Star game, if, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that no, we've seen, I think right? they said DH. They haven't ruled out the DH spot yet, but, but he won't be pitching for he sure. He will not be pitching. Um, uh, what's the other guy's name that everybody forgot about out there? Rendon? Anthony Rendon? Yeah. Um, I don't even know what happened to him, but I saw the... He, he like, fouled the ball off his shin or yeah, knee or and, something. and So they took him out of there. I haven't really seen if any serious has come from there. And then the big one for them is Mike Trout with the having wrist surgery, right? Broken yeah. wrist. He's out, what do they say, four, four to eight, eight weeks. weeks. I yeah. mean, that's, that's tough, man. You're losing... You lose that guy, especially in the hunt that you're in, and not even just the hunt that you're in, but in the situation that you're in with keeping Otani. Right. And I mean, what does this mean now to the Angels? I mean, does this kind of mean you get rid of him and now you trade him and try to get other pieces for him, or do you kind of stick it out still? Because they did go get Mustakas and Escobar for what? I don't know, but I guess maybe you wanted a little bit more of a veteran presence over there for whatever reason. But. I think the worst part, I mean, the Angels were never going to win this division. Never. Never, ever, ever. The only way they were making the playoffs was a wild card spot. And, I mean, they have fallen to three and a half games back. But now without Trout for the next probably two months. Does Otani carry the team? Does Otani carry the entire team like Judge did last year? I guess we'll see what MVPs are made of, huh? I mean, yeah, I guess that's really where it's going to show. You know what I mean? If he's going to be that guy and really carry this team. I mean, maybe. I mean, Mustakas is a dog. Don't get me well, wrong. Well, he has experience. But yeah. I mean, he's not what he was. He's, he's, not, what, he's not the Kansas City Mustakas. He's definitely not what he was, but he has won a World Series. So he knows what it takes to get and, there. And he's been. A, he was there when they lost it, too. Yeah. He knows what it takes to get there. He knows what it takes to win it. So maybe that's why they went out and got him. Maybe that's why they thought he'd be a good addition to the team. Um, but Escobar, you know, he's a good little player too. Yeah. He's scrappy. He's not going to do a whole lot. Not going to be nothing crazy, but he'll scrap some some abs for you and you know give you a chance and things like that. But yeah, I think the losing Trout is going to be a huge blow to the Angels. Huge. There. That sucks, man. That sucks. Especially bad. four to eight weeks. That puts you out two months, man. You're coming back in September for the last stretch, man. Yeah, you're coming back in September, hoping hoping that, that you're not too mix, far yeah. out. That you're not too far out. That sucks. That sucks. Like I said, maybe so that, that changes things for the Otani situation, but I don't know. I'm telling you, man, the trade deadline this year is gonna be insane. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think they're gonna trade him, but maybe this Mike Trout thing switches, changes their mind a little bit. Yeah, it may be. And then I also heard that uh, the whole Aaron Judge toe thing might be a little bit more serious than people think. I saw something that it could take years to recover from. Yeah, that's what I what saw too. What the fuck? It's a toe. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just looking at what I'm reading too, the articles that I'm seeing and what people repost. I mean, it's because I saw that too from who was it, a Carabas or oh yeah, or one of those two guys, right? I mean, I saw that they were uh, that this might be a little bit more serious than just a couple weeks. So that that definitely be a blow to that the Yankees. That I mean, suck, man. like I mean, you said before, it's like watching the bad news bears out there without Aaron Judge. It's bad. All of a sudden, these guys don't know how to play. It's really bad. You know? I mean, in their last ten games, they are six and four, but still, they're just staying afloat right now, man. Yeah, that's all they're doing is just staying afloat, seeing if they can stay in the mix. I mean, they're two games back of second place and they're eight back of first, but 
I mean, realistically, I'm guessing they have that third wild card spot right now with uh, Astros at 49 and 50 or 49 and 38. Maybe this is it. Yeah, yeah. Astros and and Baltimore. So So it's Baltimore, Houston, the Yankees, but they're all within the game of each other. So that is crazy. But yeah, I mean that. I mean, like I said, it's all gonna it's gonna come down to can he come back and not only can he come back, but can he come back and perform like he knows, you know. Well, again, how much how how much will this toe have an effect on just his Anything. every his everyday movements? I believe it is his back foot, the one he pushes off with. So, yeah. I mean, again, we don't realistically if he just rushes it back and it just never gets better. Real, I mean, it's tough. It's tough, and hopefully I mean, nothing. I don't, hopefully nothing serious. But bright spot is the Yankees are getting um, Carlos Rodon back. He's looked really good in his. I believe he's had he's made three starts in uh, the minors, but. Um, he is getting back. I believe he'll pitch Friday of this week oh, for, really? for the big team, yeah, against oh. the Cubs. His first in outing, New York, huh? yeah. I think it's perfect. Uh, he'll pitch. I think they want to try to stretch him out to uh, 80 pitches, but then they do have the all-star break, so that'll give him a little, a little rest a right little after. Rest. Yeah, so that'll be sweet. I mean, and they do have the best bullpen in baseball. That's not me just being biased. Those are statistics. Um Kill stats. So, yeah, the Yankees, like I said, without Aaron Judge, they're just kind of staying afloat. The pitching's holding them together, and whatever little offense they do get, I mean, that's they're, uh, they're they have to settle for being a scrappy team. They're no longer just the Bronx Bombers. They're uh, let's play a little small ball here. Let's steal some bags here. Let's put some pressure here. Well, yeah, you're relying on Josh Donaldson and oh, fuck. uh, fucking Anthony Rizzo to go out there and hit you some bombs, and those guys ain't doing it anymore. No, and John Carlos Stan, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if he knows how to swing a baseball bat, but <laughs> I don't know. That dude, he'll go for, he'll go like a series where he's God, and then he'll go a series where he should probably not be playing baseball. <laughs> but yeah, man, like you said, the the East is gonna come down to the last. You know, last day of the game, of the season. So will the Central, even though every team in the Central sucks. And the West, yeah, I mean, I really do think it's a two-team race. I don't think the Angels have a chance of winning that division. I agree. I agree um, 100%. Going to the NL, you got Atlanta, Miami, Philadelphia, the Mets, and Washington. The fact that the Mets have fallen 18 games out of first place, that is embarrassing. Well, that and that Miami's 51-37. and 37 and Yeah, they're eight games they're, back. I mean, eight games is a lot. I mean, but you, the Braves are just an unreal juggernaut. <laughs> Top to bottom, defense, offense, pitching, pitching everything, bullpen, everything. it is all 100% there. Um, the, these guys are just unreal to watch. I actually saw a question on, I don't remember if it was like Twitter or Facebook or something, but... To all you Braves fans, did you, I guess to you older Braves fans, right, is it funner to watch this team that you're seeing now over the 90s Braves, or do you still like watching the 90s Braves over this team? Because the 90s Braves were unreal, too. Right. You know what I mean? But they were just a different class of baseball. They weren't this uh, uh, juggernaut of a team that just did it all. You know what I mean? So... I thought it was an interesting question because you got a, you got a dynasty building right now. It seems like. I just think, um, yeah. Well, that I mean, that's very impressive. But I mean, we expected this. This isn't surprising at all to anybody. Um, the Mets being thirty nine and forty six are that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Eighteen and a half games back. These I mean, guys were supposed to be better. They went out and got Buck and Buck know. and Justin Verlander yeah. and. 
I mean, and now they ain't doing it. They, I mean, they're even not even in the wild card. Wild card, they're fucking. I mean, they're seven games back, but there's about four. There's one, two, three, four, five teams ahead of them to get that third spot. So, I mean, maybe the Mets are sellers. Who knows? Who you knows? want to know what's even more embarrassing than the Mets, though? Uh, I have a good feeling I know what you're about to say here. The Cardinals? Yeah, sounds about right. What a fucking embarrassment. 35 and 50. 11 and a half games out of first place. That's, well, well, I don't know that I've ever seen this in my lifetime. Yeah, that's you know, 35 and I, 51. I, I don't know that I've ever seen that in my lifetime. That's That's pretty embarrassing. The Reds lead that division by one game over the Brewers, followed by the Pirates, the Cubs, and then St. Louis. 35 and 51. That's embarrassing. That's bad. That is really bad. Um, over to the West, the Diamondbacks have a two and a half game lead over the Dodgers, followed by the Giants, the Padres, and the Rockies. Man, the Padres have really disappointed me this year. The Padres, I mean, who's more disappointing, Padres or Mets? The Cardinals. Padres or Mets? <laughs> I would say the Padres. Yeah, I, I mean, they got bigger names, yeah. you know, that lineup. They went out and did way more than the Mets did last year to try to make a team come together, but... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, they went out, they got the Bogarts, they went out and still put the pitching rotations together. Uh, Tatis coming back, you have Juan Soto, uh, you still have, you know what I mean, pretty much every Manny Machado, you know, Musgrove there, Blake Snell there. Uh, you Darvish is there. Uh, you Josh know, Hader in the bullpen. Josh Hader in the bullpen, and, and yeah, man, still, I mean that they're still very, very, very underperforming. Ten games back. I mean, it's going to be tough for them to make up that much room with the Giants and Dodgers ahead of them, well, and, and Arizona, but and by a good margin. That's what I'm saying, man. It's it's just crazy to me that they're. It really is the fact that the Padres and the Mets are this bad is shocking, but I mean, it is what it is. The the Mets have to have some kind of curse on them, I swear. They do. They I, really do. I swear they have to have some yeah, kind of curse on them. I agree. Because how do you put a team together like this? I mean, even for the past couple of years, they've put pretty good teams out there on the field, and they still continue to shit the bed. I don't get it. I don't know, man. I think what's shocking here, too, I mean, the Arizona Diamondbacks going into – I mean, it is – today is Wednesday, and, you know, things could change. But as of what it looks like now, they're going into the break with a lead in that West, and who would have predicted that? Not me, that's Hell for sure. Hell no, absolutely not. I don't know that anybody would have. And, and I'll I, say this again. If you did, show me the proof. Because yeah, I don't believe that one. Yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> but I still do think the Dodgers are going to make a run and uh, win this division. I'm not I don't, I'm not sold on the on the Diamondbacks winning this division. No. I hope not. Like I said, maybe. maybe I don't know. Playoff baseball I, in Arizona might be pretty sick. Yeah. Like I said, maybe, uh, maybe I was wrong about the Padres taking over that division, but I still think the Dodgers reign is over. Yeah, I agree. I no, still, I don't know about that, but it, even, I mean, but just even to, if they win this year, if they win this year, okay, we'll give it to them. But I don't, I, I, I don't think they're gonna be the Dodgers that they've always been. So, the I mean, I don't remember exactly how the playoff bracket works, but is it the third place and the second place team in the wild card play each other? No. So the third, the third wild card team will play. Whoever, who the the third wild card team will play the lowest division winner. So in this example, in this case, it would be the Cincinnati. Reds. Yeah. So the third wild card team in this situation, if everything was to end the way it does here, would play Cincinnati. 
and then the first and second wildcard team would have their own little series. Huh, interesting. Yep, and then the winner of, uh, if I remember correctly, yeah. So the winner of those would go on and play um, the division winners between, uh, so it would, in this case again, would be the Braves and the Diamondbacks. Gotcha. Yeah. The winner of those two would go on to play the winner of those two that are just <clears throat> waiting for these guys. Yeah. So, you know, at the halfway point here, we got about another two and a half months. Well, three, I guess we're July, full months still. Yeah. July, August, September. Yeah. Three playoff full months baseball and in playoffs October. Baseball. I mean, <clears throat> it's been fun, man. This first half's been exciting. It's keeping us on our toes. And like you said, the, uh, uh, Trade deadline got kicked off a little bit, kind of with uh, uh, the Angels going out, getting Mustakas and uh, Eduardo Escobar. So we'll see what else happens there. Trade deadline is August 1st, so we're about a month, a little less than a month now. And, I mean, who's buyers and who's sellers? I know a lot of Shane people are Bieber leaving. Mark Str- oh, Mark Shane Str- Bieber's definitely leaving. Marcus, Marcus Stroman's, Stroman's definitely going. I don't see any reason Max for Scherzer to leaving. keep him around. I mean, he wants out. Mar- Why would you keep him around? Paul Goldschmidt going. I mean, Nolan Arnato going. I, I mean, mean, there's a lot of guys that could make big impacts on teams. God, dude, it's just it's just so sad to see what's going on in St. Louis over there. You 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 did everything you could to go get Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, and then you just completely fucked it all up. So, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, if one of them goes, they're both going. I, yeah, I see it, too. Because, I mean, Paul Goldschmidt don't want to be part of a rebuild, and Nolan Arenado was already kind of part of one, so no, why would yeah. he want to be one? Why does he want to? I mean, Nolan Arenado came over here because he probably had that expectation that I can help take this team to the next level, not make this team – not be a part of a team that's going to be just as good as the team I was on before. I mean, right now, realistically, they're only a couple games better than the Rockies. I was just about to say that. It's like he's almost like he's playing in Denver. Yeah, it's pretty much the same shit all over. And I've never been to St. Louis, but I feel like the scenery in Colorado is probably cooler. Yeah, probably a little bit better than St. Louis. But But I don't know, man. Again, all interesting stuff. Definitely exciting to keep up with. Um, Again, the All-Star game. You have the Futures game. And the start of the MLB draft on Sunday, you have the Home Run Derby Monday night, and then the All-Star Game on Tuesday. So definitely going to be fun to watch and definitely see there. Carlos, any last minute uh, just kind of spotlights that you have? Want to make sure we all get uh, get to know about her? Um, yeah, I have just one thing here. Hold on, let me pull it up real quick. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, Dustin May is getting, um, I'm not sure if it's Tommy John, but Dustin May is out. Undergoing right elbow surgery, flexor tendon. That is TJ, isn't it? Yes. Yep, flexor tendon. Um, I have two more things. Uh, Do you know who the Dodgers' last game is uh, going into the break? They play at Dodger Stadium. Arizona? No, the Angels. You know what's happening uh, Saturday night at Dodger Stadium? Hmm. It is uh, Japanese Heritage Night. Ah. So uh, what are the odds of that, huh? Hmm. I, wonder, I wonder if that was by design. Hmm. Sounds a little suspicious there. Sounds like they knew what they were doing with Japanese like exactly Heritage knew, Night. It, exactly <laughs> what they were doing. So, I mean, that might be their way of uh, making a push. Yeah, uh, my spotlight here goes to Alec Manoa. We mentioned it uh, a little earlier um, had an outing in the Florida Complex League, not the minors, people, not double A, not low A, 
complex league where a bunch of 17, 18, 19-year-olds um, are playing his stat line from that start. This was his first start. And keep in mind, this was fucking like three weeks after he got sent down there. So it wasn't like, oh, you know, he made his next start five days in, you know, later. No, this was like three weeks later that he made this start. He went two and two-thirds, 11 earned runs, 10 hits, two home runs, three strikeouts, and two walks. He did bounce back his last start. Though. He did bounce back in double-A with a stat line of, I have it right here. He went five innings, one earned, 10 Ks, three hits, three walks, and uh, pitching for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Still, I hope he comes back and just, I really, oh my gosh, nothing would be better than him coming back first downing and going two innings, like eight runs, four walks. <laughs> oh man, I pray on his downfall. You really don't like this guy. Hate him. Hate him. <laughs> oh man. I uh, just, not to ruin your parade, but uh, the Marlins walk it off on the yeah. brutal Cardinals throwing it. Wow, I just seen that. Wow. On a throwing error? On the throwing error. From, from who? From, Paul uh, DeYoung. I'll tell you. Oh, no, from uh, whoever's pitching. Oh, Aaron Hicks. Oh, my God. A routine comebacker to first, and he fucking throws Goldschmidt about 45 feet above his head. Oh, my God. So uh, the Marlins walk it off to win it, it 10-9. Just, it just gets worse and worse and worse. So, uh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Arenado, we're looking for a third baseman for the New York Yankees if you're interested. Uh, Josh Donaldson just isn't cutting it. Oh, my God. I'm just watching that right now. How does that happen, bro? Oh, my God. So, yeah, if you're interested in Nolan Arenado, we got some good guys over here. Aaron Boone really sticks up for his players. He's been ejected, I believe, six times, which is leading the majors. So he really sticks up for his guys. He doesn't throw anybody under the bus. He defended uh, Aaron Hicks and Josh Donaldson, even though everybody knows they fucking suck. But he defended them and still does. So if you're looking for a good team, Nolan Arnado, the Yankees are a great spot. We'd love to have you. Bro, you could have ran that to first base and fucking underhanded it. To I, Jordan Hicks is either I'm throwing the 100 or 5 or don't know how to throw it. Oh, my God. How does that happen? Jordan Hicks, I mean, he might what? just. What? Yeah, I don't know. I just seen that. Oh, my God. I still believe that the Cardinals go and get some bullpen help. They could be a legit team. So. Uh, they've, well, blown, they've blown like 19 saves. I think The only reason I'm not completely disagreeing with you is because they play in the NL Central. Yes. They've blown like 19 saves playing in the NL Central. You tell me if you win 15 of those 19, you're right there. Hmm. You're you're literally right there. If you win 15 of those 19 games, you're literally right there in the in the hump. Third place, maybe at worst. I don't know, man. I That's just, I fucking mean, embarrassing. That is embarrassing. So this puts them at 35 and 52. Oh, oh that is fucking embarrassing. Fuck it. Blow it up, man. God, Blow Jesus. it up. Now we're, we're, now we're about to go get rid of Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, and now we're just going to be complete shit. Yeah, this year, probably. God, hey, dude. man, you might get some fucking dogs, some prospects. That's embarrassing. Well, my little last spotlight, Ellie De La Cruz. Man, this guy has come into the league and lit it on fire. Um he pointed at uh, the Washington Nationals, had him get his bat checked, and then he goes and hits a bomb with it. 
Hmm. Like, yep, here you go. Here's your back. Come That's check awesome. it again. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that is awesome. Um, uh, Jordan Walker as well, another rookie that he caught, called back up. Went on another hitting streak for like 16, 17, 18 games or something right. like that. I mean, shout out to him. So uh, these rookies, man, they come in. They're ready to play. They're ready to go and get things excited. But, um, again, as always, we appreciate you guys. We hope you guys have been enjoying this season as much as we have. Everything that's come with it. All the ups, all the downs for both sides, right? Uh, seeing all these new teams really step up and show that they belong. Seeing all these rookies come in and show that they can play with the rest of these guys, man. It's been fun. It's exciting. Got the all-star break coming up, so keeping up with it. We got the trade, li- the trade deadline following after that. So just getting more exciting, more exciting as we're getting closer to the end, getting ready for some playoff baseball. Uh, Carlos, any last words? Yeah, go Yanks. Go Yanks, baby. Go Cardinals, even though you guys suck. We're still here for you guys. We never will change. That's never going to happen, even if Utah gets a team. Die hard Cardinals for the rest of my life. Let's go, baby. We'll see you guys next time.